You know that leveraging podcasts is my favorite thing. And one of the ways to do so is to take advantage of the video recording. And so I chatted with Mike Chang, co-founder of video creation platform Lumen5 to share why and how to leverage video for your podcast and best practices so you can boost reach, engagement, and video views. So let's take a listen. So, hey, welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts, including myself, <laughs> who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's dive in. Hey everyone, I have another Canadian with me today, which is awesome. And uh, from Vancouver, where I actually used to live. So we were kind of like chit chatting beforehand. But why I brought this awesome man on, Mike Chang, he is the co founder and CEO of Lumen5, which is an online video creation platform with over a million users. And you just got named Canada's top growing company in 2021, which is killer. And of course, what I want to talk about is how to leverage podcasts and create videos, which is obviously key to growing any business right now. So thanks for joining. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm, I'm excited to be here and talk more about all the things that we've learned. Yeah. Um, of course, all million of our users are content creators and so many of them are podcasters as well. Uh, and there's just so many things we've learned over the past five years as, as video came onto the scene, as podcasts seen an explosion in popularity and just seeing social media and the internet transform and content as we know it transform over the past couple of years. I know it's crazy the amount of change. So how are you seeing like podcasting and video kind of like merge or cross paths? Yeah, I, I think of it as um, the evolution of content. So if you look all the way back, you know, we have newspapers. It's it's one-way communication. Um, it's It's just text form. So you pretty much have to use your imagination to fill in the colors. Uh, and then over time, um, content becomes more multimedia. So it's more visual or it's more mm -hmm. audio. It's more conversational as opposed to a one-way broadcasting all the way through to podcasting, which in my view is this ultimate expression of, yes. of community. It's conversations. Um, I think uh, Clubhouse actually captured the spirit of podcasting really well, even though that was I, I don't know how big it is now. I, I know there was a big spike and it felt like a, <laughs> um, yeah, it feels things like come and go. Phase, but but I, but I think that's the beauty of podcasts. Yeah. And, to, and to this day, I think the best podcasts can and do feel like a clubhouse. It's a conversation. You get to be a fly on a wall between two interesting people, yeah. hopefully. Um, and it's an, it's a much more engaging way of learning than reading a traditional blog post. It's really hard to write a blog post as engaging and mm -hmm. as organic as just a casual conversation. Agreed. Not to say that blogs are dead. I mean, I, everyone absorbs information differently, right? Like some people like to see the faces, some people listen, some people, I like to read. That's just me. Um, but yeah, but absolutely when it comes to social, it's just video and audio and it's just so much easier to consume. So I find that podcasters are very, um, they just stick to the audio track and that's it and not necessarily leverage the video portion of the recording. Um, 
why should we make video up, like use that to our advantage? Yeah, I, lo- I love this topic. Um, and, and I literally stay up at night thinking about this because it's important <laughs> to our business. Uh, yeah. I, I, think, I think one way to look at it is uh, every podcaster has an audience and you've heard the classic knowledge of, of go where your audience is. Um, but the, the challenge is your audience are human beings, individuals mm-hmm. that are doing different things throughout different times of day. What that means is sometimes they're sitting in a chair, scrolling through their phones, where visual information is a big part of how they want to consume knowledge. Sometimes they're on commutes. Sometimes they're driving where they can't be on their phone. They're only listening. And it's important to be able to reach them in that situation. And sometimes you're in a reading mood. Maybe you're winding down for bed. You don't want to look at the, the bright lights of a screen and you just want to read something on a, on a Kindle maybe. Um, and and that's, why, that's why I agree with you when you say uh, it's not like the blog is dead. It's, it's just another expression of mm-hmm. knowledge. It's another way of consuming information. And that's what brings me to uh, repurposing content is one of the things things that I always um, see the most successful customers and users, they are the masters of repurposing content. Uh, and, and how I explain repurposing content is most of the work in content creation is the production of knowledge, the ideas. The ideas are abstract. The ideas can be represented in writing, in video, in audio, in infographics, in illustrations. And so if you've already gone through the work to produce knowledge, 60 or 80% of the work is already there. You might as well go the final 20% and repurpose that knowledge Mm -hmm. into lots of different formats. And what ends up happening is that your target audience, no matter where they are or what they're doing, there is a method of consuming your content that is suitable for their situation and circumstance at that point in time. And that's so powerful. Um, You know, if you consider the amount of time that people spend on commute and driving and you don't have audio content, then they simply can't consume your content. They're forced to go consume content elsewhere. I know. And for me personally, it's like video. I find it's more entertaining. Like you go to YouTube and even the how-to videos, like some people are so creative. I'm just like, Oh, I'm not worthy. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're so good. And then, but other times when it's like a conversation like this, I like to see people's faces. I like to see their expressions and you kind of get a read for people's personalities. And if you want to hear more from them or you connect with them, I just love that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think um, even I've I've heard really entertaining podcasts with clever uh, audio editing where they're inserting Mm -hmm. audio memes halfway through a conversation. And so I think, and the same for writing, you know, you can write in a very entertaining way. I think every, every medium is a craft of its own to make it engaging. I think video is um, at somewhat the lowest barrier because we as humans have our hands and and we practice this art of communication in person every day, maybe except for the past two years, but uh, prior to the pandemic is a skill that we practice every day. And so it's, it's very clever of, of, um, of content creators like you to, to record the video component of this podcast episode so that uh, not only does our conversation come through, but the expressions and yeah. the gestures and everything that adds context to what we're talking about. That's so true. Now, can you give examples where just so a podcaster can kind of wrap their head around it? Like, how would they use that video? What different ways can they leverage it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, for example, a podcast episode could be anywhere from 20, 30 minutes or uh, uh, I think Joe Rogan episodes are three hours, sometimes more. Um, And 
the, the way I think about it is there's so many outlets or channels. Take, for example, TikTok as mm-hmm. a, a, an increasingly common channel, not just for um, you know, fun dances and scripts, but yeah, also not just for, for 13 year olds. Content. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's no longer just for 13 year olds. Um, when I go on my, in my algorithm, I get snippets of investment advice, real estates. I get lots of financial literacy stuff, the stuff that I, I guess it's algorithms I've figured out mm-hmm. that I'm interested in. Um, but these, these are short 30 second clips, 30 second quotes. They are, they are highlights of podcast episodes. Um, often in video form, because that's the expectation of a visual platform Mm -hmm. like TikTok. And so from the very start, if you've got a 30 minute podcast episode and you divide that into, into, into 10 pieces, 10 of your key highlights, 30 second quotes, 30 second exchanges that are uh, incredibly insightful. You can really throw all of that on a platform like TikTok and immediately you have a, a new uh, outreach channel, um, a place where your content can exist, where, it didn't before. Uh, and I've seen people uh, label these as part one, part two, all the way up mm. to th- part 30. And you get, you get people scrolling. Um, you have a call to action in there. It's a subscribe to the podcast for more. And they go, okay, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm swiping. Uh, and now I want to, I want this podcast when I'm on my commute to work, right. and then you go on, you go on Spotify or Apple and, and then you, 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 you start to become a closer part of that individual's life and, and they yeah. can consume your content in a multimedia way. And that's just one example. Um, you know, YouTube and TikTok differ in, in that TikTok really favors short form video content, whereas YouTube favors long form video content. And the, the, the approach you take is you just post longer clips on YouTube, the full yeah. 30 minute episode. Maybe you string together um, highlights from multiple episodes to create mm. this like best of all time, 20 always minutes. I forget about highlight reel insights. type things. Right. It's like best of February. And then you just string together a 20 minute piece. And so it's all about playing with the timing um, aspect ratios and, and making your content available on more platforms. That's true because you are attracting more people that way. And also in how, how and where they're consuming it. And I like, at least with those shorter videos, like you're getting like a teaser, Hmm. a it's consumable. So they're like, you know, consuming it right away, but it's like, they're teasing it like, oh, I want more. And so they are going to check out the podcast. That's right. That's right. I I very much think of it like a trailer, a trailer to a movie is a short snippet that makes you want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. So uh, obviously, you know, you have Lumen 5. So why don't we weave that in? And how can people use Lumen 5 then to create those video assets? And there's also Instagram as well with like the stories and the reels Mm -hmm. and the like, it's enough to make your head spin. Yeah, the possibilities are really endless. And, and I would say that that's very in line with um, our story as well. When we first started Lumen5, our vision was very simple. Build a simple video creator that anyone can use because we know people love watching videos. We know mm-hmm. content creators want to create videos, but the gap was that video editing is so difficult. Uh, many of us have tried and likely oh. failed with Adobe After Effects, Adobe Premiere, but those are industry tools that filmmakers use to produce blockbuster films. It's just not for the average content creator. Um, So we just saw this big gap and we were inspired by lots of companies like 
PowerPoint, you know, classic mm. PowerPoint, but how do you make a presentation without PowerPoint? Uh, yeah. The short answer is you can't, or, or it's very difficult. Um, and we wanted to do that for video so that the average person can say, hey, I know how to create a video. I just need a tool, a simple tool like Lumen5. And how that's evolved is that we've become increasingly good at helping content creators repurpose knowledge into video form. Um, and one of our very first features was turning blog posts into a video. And how we built it is you just copy and paste a link to your blog post directly into Lumen5, and, and it turns into a video. That's, that's wow. the magic of what we offer. Um, we, we have partnerships with um, stock media providers like Shutterstock, and so it fills your video with imagery and visuals yeah. that are relevant to your content. And um, it, uh, we use some clever AI and natural language processing. It summarizes your blog post depending on the video format. And so there's a lot of technical magic that happens there. Uh, and in recent years, and even now, this is a big focus for us this year, is how do we support um, two main camps of content, audio-only content, so podcast mm -hmm. episode, uh, and what we call talking head content, so pretty much the vi video <laughs> recording, yeah. video version of that. Um, <clears throat> and already now we support uh, things like auto-captions, so being able mm -hmm. to automatically generate captions from uh, speech-to-text, um, adding the ability for users to customize the branding of their captions because yeah. that's a lost opportunity if you Absolutely. use automated you know, black some of the uh, options white text in the other black, programs right. it's like mm. yeah so on lumen 5 you can already generate captions and use your own your own branded fonts your own mm. branded colors and that goes that's a huge. long way um, we are building in auto translations. So, you know, mm -hmm. we're having a conversation here, but um, it, it, repurposing is also about localization. How do you make this yeah. content available to people who don't speak your language? Um, or maybe you have an audience that's bilingual. How do you make that available for both? Yeah, uh, and so features like auto translation allows you to upload a clip like this and have this entire conversation adapted into a different language. Uh, and and some, some of the things we'll be building uh, throughout the course of the year is AI dubbing to be able to actually translate the vocals into a different language. Um, oh, wow. And, and so that will just allow you to repurpose an entire podcast uh, into a different market entirely. So um, I mean, Lumen5 is a collection of many of these features that makes it really easy to produce video content. And I always go back to the analogies of PowerPoint or Canva or, or Wix or Squarespace. Uh, and really the end goal is to make it so that video creation is approachable and accessible to everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> and I didn't realize that you had some of those features um, and bringing in the captions, like a lot of entrepreneurs, they're good at what they do, but understanding the tech of it all and mm. like connecting this app to this and then getting a, a transcript and then an SRT file. And it, you're just like your head spinning before you even have a chance to create anything. And so no one ever gets anything done because they're stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the beauty of having dedicated software is uh, that that feeling of being stuck is because there traditionally has been no tools built for this use case. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of content creators have had to piece together. You download a free yes. SRT tool, you get this old video editor, you're trying to mash things together. Um, and I'm a strong believer of specialization. And so when you build something to solve a specific problem, yeah. there's all these low hanging fruits. Uh, another classic example is we have a one-click 
resize button that just changes the aspect ratio of your video. Oh, content. perfect. And uh, so, you know, you've got your landscape for your YouTube desktop audience. You change that to a vertical video, like you and I here, we're recording yeah. in a landscape format. You upload this clip into Lumen 5, turn it into a vertical video. You throw that up on Instagram stories. You throw that up on TikTok, change it to Sweet. a square, put it up on your Instagram feed, Facebook feed. Uh, and those are not technically complex things. It's just that nobody's built that before for no. this use case. You feel like you have to do it manually <laughs> or need a bunch of different tools or you just don't do it because you're yeah. like, I don't even know what to do. Um, so when you're creating these videos or these different assets, um, are there like best practices or things that you should do or shouldn't do to get more video views and get more engagement from your audience? Yeah. Yeah. I break it down into two components. One is the narrative. Narrative is really important, how you tell your stories. And then the other yeah. part is the more technical side. What, how are you using visuals, pacing, timing, and so forth? So when the, with the narrative, I think it's so important that your first three seconds always has a hook because um, mm. many of these platforms, people are scrolling past. And if you're not capturing attention right away, you know, if your first three seconds are people adjusting their ties or mic and nothing's happening, you know, you, you've lost them. Uh, and, and I think that's so important, even in podcasting. Some of the best podcasts I've seen put that teaser up front. Yes. I mean, you talked about a teaser up front too. Um, and just really hooking people in to get them bought into the full, full content experience, whether it's 30 seconds, whether it's 30 minutes. Um, so I think on that front, that's the best practice there. In terms of visuals, uh, video obviously has its own opportunities, transitions, animations, illustrations. There's so much more you can bring to the that's table. That's crazy. Um, and part of what we're actually launching this month is a library of iconography that allows users to overlay visual communication. So let's say we're talking about um, a concept uh, and we can use our hands all we want, but it's not, it's not the same. And using a platform or a tool like Lumen5, you can overlay imagery, concepts, infographics, flowcharts. Uh, and so adding that kind of visual cues in addition to your video content helps with the communication or even call-outs. You know, in every sentence, there might be two or three highlighted keywords to blow them up in big text that appears on my white wall here. I love um, when I see people do that. And I'm like, exactly. how do they do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, we make it so easy to do that. And, and the output looks great. It communicates better. And really that's the goal of Lumen5 is how do we help all of our million users become better storytellers and better visual communicators? I love it. That is so good. Um, and are there any other things that we should do to kind of like boost views per se? Like, again, you've got the hook, like I know, like in YouTube, there are like the titles or like the titles that are at the top of the letterbox styles. Like, have you seen any mistakes that people should avoid? Yeah, I think um, so. Titles are of differing importance depending on the platform that you're uh, playing with. So TikTok, for example, more or less, there's no titles. Yeah, <laughs> people scroll through, um, and so different things are uh, important to different platforms. And I okay. think it breaks down to first couple seconds for TikTok mm -hmm. in particular, uh, the thumbnail, which is really important for YouTube. The thumbnail that you choose does it look engaging? Does it look interactive? Um, and you'll find that if you are browsing on YouTube the most viral content have the craziest thumbnails. Uh, and so there's a thumbnail game that happens there. Uh, when it comes to blog posts, you know, the, the title is important. So there's different points of consideration. Uh, I, I would say that, um, you know, 
never give up your brand for the sake of getting views. I uh, know. Of, you know. I wonder yeah. that with thumbnails on YouTube, because some of them are crazy, but I'm like, yeah. I can't imagine myself making <laughs> exactly. those because it would look like it's just not me and it would just be a weird departure. Right, right. I, I think consistency is the tip here is brand recognition comes from consistency and it doesn't have to be crazy, but if you're consistent, people will start to recognize, oh, this is your content. This is your brand's content. And I think that's the same um, among some of the most viral TikTok creators, their video format or their tone or the first three seconds feels the same, or maybe it's mm -hmm. the same phrase that they use for all of their pieces of content to hook you in. And so the consistency is, is more important in my opinion than um, trying to really optimize for the algorithm. I think when you do that uh, and it's off-brand, you create this clickbaity experience where you set a yeah. certain expectation and the content doesn't deliver on that. Um, and I think that's that's the, the most common mistake is this obsession over optimizing for algorithms at the expense of your brand. Ooh, that's a great point. And so I read recently or heard it I don't know where, probably on a YouTube video, um, but that letterbox style that's, or the square where there's the title at the top and the captions underneath, that those ones are better to use in general because it takes up more real estate, if you will, when you're scrolling. Is that true? Yeah. So think of it as um, because so much content is still captured in what we call landscape format. So it's this like wide format. Yeah. Um, the phone, interestingly, is built vertical. And yeah. so if you think about it, uh, uh, you put landscape content in a vertical screen, it actually takes up less vertical real estate. So it's this, this thin Skinny little piece little of content. Um, and that's why some of the more modern types of content are full vertical, full blown vertical takes up the entirety of the space. Um, and they don't, uh, well, depending on the platform, not all of them allow full-blown vertical content within a feed. So that's another thing to consider too, is if you're posting something on an Instagram feed or Facebook feed, then the square takes up more space and it actually is more um, eye-catching. Now that's not gonna be applicable to all platforms, uh, like square on TikTok doesn't work because TikTok yeah. encourages the full vertical view. So it's important to consider the destination channel before making a decision on aspect ratio. I think the other side though, is it's not so much that, you know, it's not, it's not really the real estate that in my opinion, makes the letterbox format successful. Mm. The letterbox format encourages the additional visual communication where oftentimes the right. black bar is used for captions or callouts or highlighted words or uh, animations. And so I, I think it's actually the addition of those elements that makes the letterbox format successful. Um, and so, you know, extrapolating that you don't need a black bar to add additional visual context. I think you can still do that without the black bar. And, and even in a landscape video or even in a vertical video, that's no excuse to not put in some effort with editing to enhance the video. Right. Output. And I think too, like when you're filming, you know, if you are going to have those captions, like film it so that your head's over here, so to speak, so that you've got that blank space beside you, yeah. um, just to make it, you know, you're being intentional ahead of time, knowing that you're going to do that for teaching videos, like point number one or whatever it may be. There's, like you said, there's so many different styles of video or reason why you're doing a video. So you'd, yeah, yeah some are they lend well to having those extra little captions and some don't need it. 
And I think those are those are some of those opportunities that we we really capitalize on as product developers. Is we know that not everyone's going to capture video with this like blank space next to them for all、mm-hmm. this work. And and through Lumen Five, you can make that adjustments. You can put your head in a frame to the side and create、Crazy. space where there wasn't、yeah. before.、Um, so you can imagine that a tool like Lumen Five can crop just my face, put me to the side, and then create、Ooh. the space for stuff. Um, and those are the opportunities that we 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 use to make video creation accessible and easy.、Yeah. Otherwise, you know, it's just a lot of work to film everything <laughs> off to one side. And My goodness, up, you know, stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. I didn't realize it had that much editing capabilities. I'm gonna have to like dive in now. <laughs> Yeah, there's like cropping tools. Me. Yeah, and,、um, I think much much of what I'm.、Uh, you know, there's so much more coming this year, as I mentioned. Oh, really?、Uh, it's this is our focus of the year. It's、yeah. uh, it's how do we help our users better manage、um, this type of content, talking head or audiograms,、uh, and it's it's hard. Like that, if you, if if anyone listening has ever struggled with this type of work, it's because it's hard. Uh, and that's what we're trying to solve: is、yeah. people don't have to go scramble across seven different tools to achieve a certain effect. That it can all happen in one place. Yeah, and just to be able to take that, like that's the part I love. We're taking one piece of content and slicing it and dicing it and rejigging it in different、mm. ways to create new assets so that you can attract your your ideal client faster and connect with them on a more human level and、um, and just create. And serve and give great tips. Yeah, exactly. I love it.、Um, so, how can people obviously sign up for Lumen Five and、um, and ask any questions or connect with you? Yeah,、um, best place to start is of course lumenfive.com.、Uh, ever since the beginning, we've been very, very strong supporters of a freemium model, and so you can create unlimited videos for free. Uh, you can just sign up for an account. You can do everything、Sweet. you need to do.、Uh, our monetization comes from working with large brands, Fortune 500,、mm. uh, global brands that are collaborating across teams of 50 plus people that need to all create video together. And so, if anyone listening is in that camp,、um, we have an enterprise tab where you can reach out. But otherwise, you can create a free account, create unlimited videos, unlimited5.com,、uh, and all of our socials. We're active on those as well. So feel free to follow us, follow me, and we can engage online. All right. Well, I'm signing up for an account tomorrow. <laughs> Please do. I don't know why I didn't do one before the show, <laughs> but.、Um... Yeah, and then I'll do some little how-to videos on what my experience is and how I、uh, changed my podcast and multiplied and spliced and diced and made some awesome little videos from it. Great, that sounds awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You've given us some great tips and obviously a huge resource to、um, finally leverage the video portion of your podcast and、uh, and not have to bang your head against the wall trying to figure out tech. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for having me. I love talking about this stuff. Awesome. All right. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. What is your next step? Head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. And if you are now itching to take advantage of the power of podcasting and launch your own podcast, be sure to grab my free launch guide at launchyourpodcastguide.com. We'll see you soon.